Are you ready to connect? This is the Empower Connection Podcast, where we empower our listeners to connect more fully to themselves, to each other, and to something greater. We do this with the help of myself and special guests, including healers, coaches, artists, seekers, and those on a healing journey of self-growth. Welcome. Hello and welcome back to the Empowered Connection Podcast. My name is Damodar Cordua, relationship coach and life coach and yoga and yoga wisdom teacher. Thank you so much for giving us some of your precious time. And it's always an honor and pleasure to be here. You know, I started this podcast so that we could give our listeners some value and resource within which to understand and connect to themselves more fully, and then to bridge that connection and that empowerment to the relational field so that we can give our listeners some tools and tips and perspectives, just like I do in my personal coaching practice within which they can deal with, learn, and navigate relationships much more masterfully. Because honestly, relationships are wild. They're like a roller coaster ride. And if you think that you're going to get into the perfect relationship by just going off on your own and doing a whole bunch of your own solo self-work and then coming back and meeting the perfect person and it's happily ever after. Sorry to burst your bubble, but that's a bunch of BS. And that's something that's definitely talked about a lot. And you know, you see it on social media in the healing world that, well, I just have to heal myself and then I can be in and finally find a relationship that will work. Now there's some truth to that, of course, right? We need to ongoingly ongoingly come back to ourself, find the tools and practices within which to do so, within which to really deal with our shit, reach out to the professionals, the coaches, the therapists, the healers, so that we can move forward. But as we've seen through all the leading research on relationships, we also find ourselves and heal ourselves. And there is a mirror that's shown up to ourselves when we are in relationship. In fact, it's a mirror that's going to show us some of those things, some of those blemishes, some of those little pockmarks, those pimples that we would never see on our own. So that's why relationships to me are so inspiring and, and difficult. <laughs> They're inspiring in their difficulty because they, if we can see them in the correct through the correct lens and perspective, they will always give us so much resource within which to grow in ourselves. So that's why we, we put this podcast out there. And that's what I do in my own work. So if you're looking to get through some stuck areas in your own life relationally or with your partnership, please reach out and we can embark on a coaching journey wherein you can start to go deeper, start to learn some tools, some strategies that will give you more empowerment to connect to yourself and to connect to your loved ones. And today, you know, I'm really going to focus on this, this bridging this gap, because if you're listening to the show, I'm assuming that you're, you know, in the interested in healing or self-growth or relationship work. And one thing that I've noticed is that if we can't, and this is where the self-work carries over into relationships, if we can't hold space for ourselves, if we can't dedicate, stand firm for regularly being present 
with where we're at, not just being caught up in our to-do list, not being caught up in, in all the efforting, all the doing, all the ego stuff, not getting caught up in the patterns that we've been patterning for years. If we can take a sacred break every day and be completely present, we get slow in our body, get slow in our mind, get slow in our nervous system and be present with where we're at now, we're going to learn so much. And life will start to be a beautiful dance of really tuning in to where the world is happening for us, where we are finding our gateways, our thresholds, our doorways to step through into the next stage of our journey, into our next deep healing, our next you know difficult space, and our next moment of like joy and service to this world. Even neurobiologically, if we don't give ourselves that space to be present, to slow down, we will default to the back of our brain, to the part of ourself that is reactive, that is in a fight or flight survival mode, that defers to patterns, even if they were good for a while, but not, might not be that great now, patterns that we developed early in our life or at earlier in our journey. So it's imperative that we take the time and be with ourselves and slow down. And we can see through so many lenses that the practice of slowing down is so vital for our, not only our survival, but for our ability to thrive. From the yoga perspective, it is said that we are born with only so many breaths, meaning after a certain amount of breaths, we pass on from this lifetime. So if we're breathing quickly, if we're being very reactive, if we're living more in that part of the brain I talked about, that back of the brain, and those patterns that are based upon fear and reactivity, we will literally shorten our lifespan. But if we can take the time to slow down our breath, be present with ourselves, we can also extend our life, right? Because those breaths will last longer over time. In Ayurveda, the sister science of yoga, it's said that there are two ways of looking at time. One, timestamp, is how we measure it as human beings, you know, in terms of hours and days and months and years, you know, like I'm 44 years old. And the other timestamp, which has been also solidified in modern science, that we have a biological time, right? That I'm 44 years old, but my body, because it's been moving so quickly over the years, dealing with stress and creating dis-ease, might be 55 or 35 or 60, depending on the amount of quickness, rapid movement, stress, pivoting, right? All the things that we do in this culture. So we can see that we're, we're, we're in a culture where slowing down is, is sort of a radical act, but from the healing perspective on so many levels, like even digesting food, we need to slow down our chewing so that a whole digestive process can happen efficiently. So our body and mind can feel healthy and strong and even digesting thoughts, digesting other people's thoughts or energy or vibes, slowing down gives us more ability to take complex social situations or complex thoughts and bring them into our mind using the front space of our mind, the prefrontal cortex, in a way that just like food, we can digest and actually integrate into ourselves. And finally, from the context of the yoga tradition, the present moment and slowing down into that space of ourself gives us maybe a window that we can enter every now and again to the, the seat of our soul, to our heart wisdom, to the real, real in the spiritual sense, to ourself with a big S, 
free from patterns that don't serve us, free from limitations, free from the lack of connection that we often feel. But it's a radical act because we are in a place, in a time where we're so accustomed to working and moving so quickly. So this is an important thing. And, and we're going to talk a little bit about it, both individually and in relationship. So let's, let's try that right now. Let's just take a moment. And unless you're driving, <laughs> close your eyes. And I invite you to breathe deep here and feel your physiology, feel your body, even maybe bring your hand to your gut, to your stomach, and one hand on your heart, and just breathe into yourself and notice what it feels like in your body and what it feels like in your mind, what stories come up, what narratives come up when I say, just slow down and be right here with yourself. Just slow down and be right here with yourself. Where do you feel this in your body? What is the quality of the sensations that you feel? And what are the stories that come up? Do you feel like you're not allowed to be right here right now? That's a story that's in my mind quite a lot. That I'm not allowed to just slow down and be present with myself. You feel distracted. You feel, I don't even know what that means to be present with myself. I don't know what it means to slow down. I'm always going. I'm always doing. I got to check some shit out on my phone, man. Do you feel vulnerable? Do you feel bored? Do you feel like your mind is racing? Or do you feel like you're going to fall asleep? Just check out. What does it feel like if I say you are held, you are heard, you are enough? And whatever comes up here that you're distracting yourself from, if there's a difficulty that's coming up, a dark side, it's okay. You are okay. And you can soften and slow into yourself without numbing the pain and zoning out or falling asleep and without getting up and distracting yourself from all of life's to-dos. And believe me, I speak this from experience. I'm an expert at working too much and distracting myself and not being present with myself or my loved one. So that's where this practice bridges, because if we can't be present with ourselves, then we can't be present with our loved ones. If we re really can't be present with ourselves, because you might think you're being present, right? You might think you're, you're, you're right there with yourself, but you might be out somewhere else, just bypassing, really reckoning with what's there in front of you, because this is part of the process. It's to soothe your nervous system. It's to get really open and receptive, but it's also to allow for some of that stuff at the bottom of the pond of your awareness to maybe rise to the surface. And if you can't do that with yourself, if you can't be there, then you will not be able to bestow that upon some other living being. And I have lived this, as I mentioned before, my tendency over the years to overwork and overexert and run around too quickly, not only has it compromised my physical health, not only has it compromised my ability to be with myself, 
but in not being available for myself, I started a trend of not being there fully for my loved one, for my partner. And I thought I was, I was kidding myself. I thought I was all these years. And, you know, I'm, I was, of course, you know, we have a very great relationship, my partner and I, and overall it was very healthy, but there was really key places where I could not show up because I was not giving myself the ability to slow down and be present with me, nor could I give that to my, the most loved person in my life. And she and our relationship was only receiving a fraction of its possible connection, only a fraction of its potential. For the listener, take the time to notice, are there ways that you are not slowing down and being present with your partner? Are there ways that you are bypassing, not noticing, compromising, over busying? So when we move into partnership, this is like the, the root system within which our partnership grows from. We need to be able to be present with ourselves so that we can then slow down and be present with our loved one. And that ability to slow down and be present with our loved one is the foundation, again, the root system that the house of our relationship, the roots of our tree of the relationship can grow and be strong and stable. So the next invitation is that once you gain more ability to be present with yourself and slow down. I invite you to go get your partner or a loved one and practice slowing down and just being totally there with them. This could mean you put your phones down. You stop talking about the to-dos, the events, the drama, the gossip, the stress, and you look at each other in the eyes. You hold each other's hands and breathe deep, gazing into their eyes. And you can do this with someone who's not even a lover. This is really powerful, really vulnerable, really inspiring. Become fully present here with the soul in front of you. And as we start, there's no need to talk. There's no need to react. The goal is the vulnerability of slowing down and being fully present with ourselves and with our loved one. Gazing into each other's eyes, holding space without having to get nervous or, you know, it could be challenging, but not get nervous about the silence that we're in and the deep connection, this intimacy that you're sharing with this other person. And you can stay here in the meditation, or if you decide, you can start to open up your heart and share whatever is happening here in the moment whatever comes up from the soil of this space, the sacred space of slowing down, getting deep into ourselves. Maybe that's awkwardness to start. Maybe that is nervousness. You know, that's okay. That's all part of the process of having to like really reckon with what it's like to become real present, real open, real receptive, real slow with someone else and, and with ourselves. And then you open up the ears of your heart and listen. And then you can switch roles, right? The listener can start to speak and the speaker can start to listen. If you want a little bit more of those tips for active, deep, reflective listening, you can check out my previous podcast episode on that topic. And if you would like to not even speak with your mouth, with your words, 
you can speak to this other person just through the nervous system, tuning in to their breath, tuning in to their touch, tuning in to their gaze, and tuning into this beautiful space that you're creating around you, wherever you're sitting, wherever you're at, and just enjoying the sharing of this rhythm that you are connecting to and co-creating with this other soul in front of you. So just be here now and, and make this a practice, right? Do this for five minutes, 10 minutes, and every day. If you're in a partnership and you're losing that ability to be intimate and present and really connected to your loved one, then do this every night before you go to sleep. Touch each other lovingly, gaze into each other's eyes and hold space, slow down for what happens. Gift yourself and your loved one this possibility. So we need to find moments of presence in our most important relationships. And that that's going to mean that you're going to have to slow down with your loved ones, put the fucking brakes on. And this could vary in your, in your relationships. It could be that my wife and I say we like to go to nature or travel because it really gets us out of the day-to-day -day grinds and it gives us the ability to see each other fully and get slow with one another. Have the conversations that we wouldn't have. Go into the places that might be difficult that we haven't gone to. Go into the places that are joyous and amazing we haven't had the chance to go into every day. You have to do this. Well, you don't have to do anything, but I really encourage you to do this with your loved ones. I do it with my own father. He go to baseball games because that's the appropriate circumstance or setting for us to just be slow and present and hold space for each other's world. All right. So if you're listening to this podcast, you have two uh, assignments and that is to navigate getting slow and being completely present for yourself. And then to bridge that into your ability to do so with another being with, with your most loved one or loved ones and make it a practice. This is something that you should be doing every single day and seeing where you're at and seeing where your loved one is at. When you get into difficulty, when you get into conflict with yourself or with your loved one, this is your resource. This is the foundation, right? So when you have more ability to connect, when things go this way or that way, you have more resource to come back to that connection, come back to that center. So therefore, conflict, disagreement becomes more productive. It becomes less of, a, of an A-bomb, right? Less, less like dynamite was thrown into it and it less threatening to the safety and security of the relationship. And even with ourselves, when we go through individual times when things get rocky and shaky, this will act as the same way as an anchor to get connected to the safety and security of our own self. Thank you so much for tuning into the show today. I hope it gave you some value. And if it did, and if it has been, please share this with a friend, give us a five-star rating, and maybe a couple words of a review be really appreciative of that. And it would be really helpful. If you're looking to find some more tips that we bring up in our podcast on the daily, on a regular basis, then check out my Instagram at empoweredconnection.me. And of course, I would be honored and grateful to start a coaching journey with you. Reach out and let's connect. Until then, let's take a little step each and every day to connect more fully to ourselves, to others, and to something 